There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Ok, everyone, in honor of International Women's History Month, my question to all is who do you think is the top female rapper of all time? Jamie. Um, Iggy Azalea. Okay. Nah, I'm joking. Iggy. <laughs> that, that was, was my a joke. Oh, you took mine, but uh, no, I'm gonna go with Missy. Missy Elliott. Uh, oh, she's just an innovator, right? She's an innovator in hip hop in general. So uh, definitely paving the way for others. Um, Guadalis del Carmen. What is your choice? Oh. Uh, I, you know, Missy Elliott. Yes, but I'm also gonna throw out Bahamadia because she's one of the OGs in my opinion. Ah, nice. Okay. I'm from Brooklyn, so I'm gonna rap real hard right now. Now, Lil' Kim is number one on my list. I love her. I feel like oh, I am wow. her. And yeah. I will she's be from her Brooklyn, for life. right? Brooklyn yeah, in the house. Bigger, Queen yeah. B, wanna rumble with the B, huh? Bzz, throw a hex on the whole family. The, Dressed in wow. all black like the omen. Right. Have your friends singing, this is for my homies. And you know me. Oh, my God. Wait, okay, but I'm confused Rachel. because you have a Foxy Brown tattoo on you. So how does that work? <laughs> yeah, because I was Team Foxy for a while. Because she started doing the reggae. And then she got me with the reggae rap combo. <laughs> But that's okay. Women's solidarity. Right? All right. I'm going to go Car- for a rapper-singer combo. So I'm going to say Lauren Hill. Ooh. That's oh nice, God. right, y'all? That nice one. I'm going to... I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to say pa- uh, Paris Hilton. She had a couple of tracks <laughs> as a rapper and I think that she just didn't... You know, I don't think she put enough music out there but if, if I think hot. that she did, Paris Hilton would... No be. way. Although I love her as a DJ. The Latinos Out Loud Podcast. And I thought that was a very female yo yo yo. Mm-hmm. What did yeah. you guys think? I felt it. I, felt I, it. I feel like you could have been a little bit more like yeah yeah yeah. No, yeah. I, felt, I felt that in my vagina. <laughs> you, oh, that's what I was going for. Wait, We're why? Good. Mike, why you wanted to sound like that though? Like she has a strong voice. Well, why you, why you wanted to be like a wah, 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 wah. It's just different. Wait, excuse that's me, right. Jamie. Is that what you think? No, I'm. Why did he? Why did he want you to sound like that? No. 
Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. That's what he said hey. he wanted you to sound like. I thought you See? sounded more like strong. You had a strong. I threw it out there and he went. Took it further. See? Okay. No, I'll give you props because you guys are really doing a great effort in calling out that we should be doing things for Women's History Month. Hey. But okay. Hey. Just hope that carries through through your actions and what you say. <laughs> anyway, this is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Hi. I'm one of the hosts here, uh, Rachel La Loca. And to my left, I am very proud to have her back here, Miss Carmen Mendoza. You guys I'm know her. I'm proud to be here, too. I like that. Are you proud because it's Women's History Month? I'm proud to be around you. You know how I feel about you. When we're together, it's magical. It's magical. Well, thank you for having me. It's so great that you're here filling in for our beloved Frank Nibs. Oh, it's an honor. So. Good to see you. What's going on? No one's in, no one's here. filling in for me. It's just me. It's one of the other co-hosts, Juan Bago. <laughs> Great. And to the left of me is the most amazing, magical Jamie Fernandez. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love you, Jamie. I, I said a little hate. That's sweet. Uh, a little envy. And you know what? It's Women's History intro. Month, and you have your name is Jamie, so it's like extra special for you. What does that you know mean, what? Juan Bago? That Thank only you. women. He has are a named unisex. Jamie? He has a unisex name. It's great. It's, it's celebrated. The way it's spelled is like Jaime. He doesn't have a Gendered name. So you know what I'm saying? He has a gender fluid um, name. He has a gender fluid name. <laughs> but yeah, Jay Ferns. Hi, guys. And we are also blessed and honored during Women's History Month to have a lot of amazing estrogen up in here. We have playwright, producer, and actor, Guadaliz del Carmen. Welcome to the Latinos Habla Podcast. Muchos thank yous for having me here. Yo, what's up, girl? What's like, up? you just jumped right in. How does it feel? It feels great. Is this what you expected? Um, I actually didn't know what to expect. I was a little tipsy before I got here. So. <laughs> yeah! Yo, you're like, perfect way to jump in. You're sort of like the guinea pig because it's like a new format where the guest gets to talk from the beginning. So it's like, we're... We're enjoying the experience at the same time. This is our first time doing this. Oh, that's what's up. So this is kind of dope. Yeah, that's yeah. what's up. Guinea pig. Is that first. a compliment? Is that a yes, compliment when people say that? Right, it's yes. not a compliment. It's just... It's, yeah, it's a it's statement. Just, it's I a guess statement. it is. It's just a blanket statement? Yeah, All right. blanket statement. Statement. No yeah. offense taken or given. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll take them out later. After, yeah, because yeah, like guinea pig. To <laughs> She'll me be like, like, "Yo, that whole section about the guinea pig stuff, <laughs> yeah. I want it." That was yeah. like guinea. Cool. Is that guineo? Guineo, un puerquito de guineo. Oh, guineo pig. Um, Would have been different. Well, well, Mike, you're, you're saying she's a guinea pig, and you're wearing like an outbreak mask right now, so oh it's not making anyone feel well, comf- uh, comfortable. Frank's d- Frank's doctor from Washington Heights told me to wear this mask. You know how Frank knows everybody. Like right. Frank's like doctor works out of the like the from the Heights. Like, but it, does he have like an actual? <laughs> Apartment 4H. Exactly. Yeah. I'll take that with a grain of so salt. Yeah. So the he, waiting room is like his. Like, his, his, sala. <laughs> his sala. His sala is the waiting room. His sala is the waiting room. TV's on, rocking chairs. Yeah. It's very comfortable. Yeah. The, fi- the fire escape if it gets too packed. True. <laughs> Smoking room. The fire escape is perfect. So welcome. Thank you. Um, you said that you were a little, you know, tipsy. Uh, were you coming from some event? Uh, well, we had our first rehearsal for my show today, and um, and then we went to just kind of like decompress from from the rehearsal. So your show, which name is? It's called Bees and Honey. Yes. Nice. Um, Let's discuss, it's, please. It's named in uh, in it's 
kind of like a um, inspired from Juan Luis Guerra's Como Abeja el Panal, which is where the name comes from. Jamie, sing us a bar just yeah, so the listeners... Singing. I know Juan Luis Guerra, but I don't know if I like... Na, 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 na. No, Who's that got that a much? singing voice yeah. here? Not I. Do you have a singing voice? That's not the la, 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 la. That's a different one, right? No. Which one is okay. it? La, 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 la. I think that's Julio Iglesias. No. <laughs> I think that's Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> that's one of the... Iglesias. I can be your... All right, because you know you're half Spaniard, so you got him confused. It's a beautiful, you know beautiful I mean? song. So it can you elaborate really, on that? Like, yeah. tell us, uh, what was it that you drew inspiration from? Um, So, the, it's a love story uh, within the song, and it's about this these two people that... Um, are not being allowed to be together. Um, it's kind of, it's almost like a Romeo and Juliet type of vibe mm. to it. Um, and then it just kind of inspired me to write the song. Um, and it, the play itself starts off after they're married. Um, and I kind of just, I'm super curious about like love and relationships and like, you know, pe- we grew up watching like Disney and, and watching all these like love stories and it's like, love will conquer all. But then you get into a relationship and it's like, no, it doesn't because, <laughs> yeah. like, you got to work on it. Um, so this play is very much about, like, you know, the work that you have to put in to make a relationship work. Um, I watch a lot of Hallmark, and that shit is, you would think relationships are, are all perfect from Hallmark movies. Hallmark Especially is, during Christmas. Yeah. Hallmark it's, all, is, it's all good during Christmas. Hallmark will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will lead you astray. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's just like walk our listeners through that process real quick. So this song is something that was special to you. Oh. And so that just started this process. And then where did you take it from there? Um, so I, yeah, I did the song just in listening to it. I was like, I, I started writing this play um, through mocos and, and, and lagrimas. Mm. Um, I like that term. Pretty... Mocos and lagrimas, yeah. 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 You, you can visualize it. You know, not like, in tears. Um, not in tears. Women know this combination really <laughs> yeah. well. Women's History Month, we all know that combo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wrote it, and then it was part of um, <laughs> it was part of a couple of readings, and then it got into the hands of Labyrinth Theater Company um, through Sean Carvajal, who's like the main actor in the play. Nice. And now it's we're in rehearsals, um, and yeah, and it's been a, a really it's been an intense process just kind of writing the play and kind of like giving birth to it and I think anyone who's a writer it's like there's so much of like giving yourself and pouring yourself into something that it it always feels like giving birth I don't have kids but this is the closest I'm gonna get to until I have kids um (laughs) this is the closest I'm gonna get to giving birth but it's uh it's been a really intense process in developing it's a two-hander which means it's only two actors in Mm. the play and it's about a 90-minute play. So you're just watching oh. these two people go through it. What are some of the dynamics that change when it's just only two? Well, I mean, there's much. There's a lot of um, riffing off of each other, um, obviously. But it's the play is set within about a like a year time difference. So you see like the beautiful moments. Like you see the it's a very sexy play. Um, so you get to see them in love, you get to see them dancing, you get to see them like really being into each other. Nice. But then you see the moments where they like really are having to contend with each other and what it means to be invested in a person and be invested in a relationship and is this relationship worth fighting for? And that's kind of like the question that I leave at the end for everyone. It's like, is, is love enough and is this relationship worth fighting for? 
But you know, sometimes I wish Guadi. <laughs> I wish like. Oh, you mad cool her already? <laughs> giving her the nickname there. Is it the couch? It is the couch. What it is, is what you're saying. <laughs> I wish I would have paid more attention to like my great grandfather mm-hmm. and my great grandmother because yeah. I only really paid attention to a fraction of the stories yeah. about Dominican baseball and yeah. like Trujillo and all the stuff that I really should have been paying attention to. You know. But I'm glad I have a capsule of yeah. what I heard yeah. as a child. Yeah, and there's 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 a lot out there. I have another play. It's called um, A Shiro's Journey, or what Anakaona and Yemaya taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on, it is on a podcast, so you can definitely hear it. But there's very much a lot of history in that, too, especially like Taino history, but also black history. And all of that that influenced who we are as a people, specifically Dominicans. And you can even add that to like just anyone who's of Caribbean descent. Um, And I think that that's important, us getting to know who we are outside of, you know, who who we where we are within the context of like the U.S. Right. Can you let our listeners know a little bit who who they are and, and what that play is about? Yeah, this play is about a young girl who's basically trying to discover who she is and and learning how to love herself um, through learning about her history. And Anacaona was um, a cacique who is a chief of um, a tribe, um, the Taino people who were the native indigenous people of the Caribbean. They were the fir- first people that Columbus and his men came in contact with. Um, mm-hmm. And they were a large group of people that Columbus and his men basically killed killed mostly a large population of. Um, and that's a huge ancestral part of our um of our identity as Dominicans, uh, as Boricuas, Cubans, Jamaicans, like Tainos were basically made up a huge part of the Caribbean. And Yemaya is very, um, is a very central figure in the Yoruba culture, which is, or the Yoruba religion, which is what the, the faith, the African faith that the African people um, brought with them when they were brought in enslaved ships um, uh, through the, the transatlantic slave trade. So that's all part of our history. And this play touches on all of that. And those are two very central figures that kind of guide this young girl along on her quest to find who she really is. So when people go to your plays, they don't have to pay for therapy. They don't have to pay for college. Uh, they might get something thrown at them. They might get something thrown at them. It's, I'm really digging this. When did you realize that you were a storyteller? Hmm. I was, I've always, I wrote my first story was when i was five what yeah i wrote a book called la familia estrella a book <laughs> not even book. a wow. story a book tell us about it wow what it was, was it like it was just like this little kid wanted to this little star wanted to like go to this birthday party but they had to do all these chores um and so the mother star and the father star gave them like all these little things that they had to do before they can go to this party with all the other stars i so want to develop That's this this is an I want this to be an elaborate theater this and I want to be no. the lead. I want to be in This is like it. Nickelodeon in here. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, this why is this script written in crayon? <laughs> it <laughs> is. Update no, this, actually, girl. my mom has the book. It's in crayon. <laughs> in crayon. There's pictures. Keep it's a little it. baby star. Why does it say, uh, take a break for nap time? I don't get this. <laughs> no, but she still got like exterior. Yes. <laughs> Sandbox. I'm like, wow, you knew strips, script structure pretty quickly. Like, Yo, wow, no, man, five? but real talk, I grew up watching telenovelas. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I which grew up... ones, by the way? Mm-hmm. Nah, you ain't gonna date me. Oh, oh. Well. good point. Good point. Good point. Huh. No, but I, you know, I just feel <laughs> like. Dos mujeres un camino. <laughs> Dos mujeres. Clarita. Clarita. Back to novelas is where <laughs> your your dad got you. Yeah, I used to watch telenovelas with my dad when I was really young, and then I just I've always had a super active imagination, and so I wrote my first like book when I was like in kindergarten because I also was like. You know, I moved to the U.S. and I didn't, like, know English very well. So Mm -hmm. I was, like, very much, like, in my own world for the most part. And then after that, it was just I had teachers that, like, were super, like, nurturing and were, like, very much, like, you know, write, write, write. So I was always, like, writing, like, a story or writing, like, um, a play or some kind of dialogue. And then as I I got older, I started doing acting and then it was, like... I was in Chicago and it was always like hard as a black Latina to find like stuff that I really fit into. So I was like, I'm just going to write my own shit. Mm. Um, And then I started writing my own stuff and then I moved out here and it had like really good successes with that. Um, Usually Dominicans, when they come from DR, they go down to Providence, Boston, New York. Why Chicago? Why not? Hey now. So fellow Chicago. That's a non, that's a non, Carmen, that was a non-Dominican question. Watch it. Carmen is a fellow Chicagoan. Yeah. If you didn't know. Not to say, but I'm just saying that. Windy you know. City will knock the wind right out of you. Watch <laughs> it, it. It will. Well, I mean, my fam like my mom had like an uncle in Chicago, so it like made sense. But I did ask her once. I was like, mommy. Chicago? And she was like, Mija, yo dejé a Santo Domingo para alejarme lo do, de lo dominicano. ¿Y tú crees que yo voy a ir a algún lugar donde hay más dominicano? No. That's a good point. That's an I was like, point. damn, oh, mom, yeah. that's mad shade. That's funny. But did you experience platanos from a young age? Did they have a platano market? Oh, yeah. Of course. Do they okay. have of course. Uh, of course. There's all of that. And I mean, like, but our platanos are different, I'm sure. Yeah. You guys have deep dish platanos? That's the title of the podcast. Deep dish dish platano. It sounds heavenly to me. I don't like deep dish. I'm not a huge fan of deep dish pizza. I I will say that. I I I'm like I I'm cool with like regular Regular pizza. I'm all about Lou Malnati's. Yes, Luminati's. Luminati or which one? Yeah. Luminati. Luminati. No, I got one. That would be your favorite pizzeria. Like, what's this eye doing in my pizza? <laughs> <laughs> this big. We big need eye. to go to Chicago. Yo, Chicago, if you out there, you listen to us, just holler at us at We Are Latinos Out Loud mm-hmm. on Instagram. <laughs> And let's see how we can build a show there together. Oh shit, Rachel, let's we just it. instantly got in it. We just got one right now. We have friends. Yeah, is right it my yeah, side town? Y'all dog <laughs> Yeah, y'all and do. I love Chicago. Chicago's great. Chicago's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's really great. Except for like uh January third to like brick. Uh, is brick. Oh, that's crazy. January third to like maybe April fourth. So brick. how would you compare? You said you got more work when you got here to New York. What's the scene out there like for people in Chicago? Well, really I mean, much? it's not that it's 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 a really dope scene to be honest with you because I my my work as a as an actor and as a playwright was nurtured really well. But like on a real tip, like it's really hard as a Black Latina. Um, people didn't know what to do with me. They didn't know who I was. I got profiled a lot, and a lot of time I was kicked out of a lot of Latinx spaces because they were like. You're black. You don't belong here. Wow. Yeah, it was it was really fucked up. Um, and not to say that I didn't have good experience with, you know, my fellow Latinx uh, artists. But I think when people didn't know me and I walked into a room, it was like, you're in the wrong room. And so here in New York, it's a little different because people and it's not to say that, you know, it's 
like a utopia here because it's not. Mm-hmm. But I think here people are more aware of the diversity within the Latinx Absolutely. spectrum. And especially with there being such a huge Dominican population, I don't have to explain to mm-hmm. people why I exist. Right. And, you know, why I speak Spanish yeah. and why I look the way I do, why my, why my hair is the way it is and all that. Um, it's a given for the most part. And so it just kind of felt like the shoe fit mm-hmm. here. Are you going to, um, you've been doing a lot of theater. Are you eventually going to say, I'm going to tackle television and film? With yeah. the experience that you have? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to say much, but yes. Mm. <laughs> I feel like you got an exclusive in you. I'm not going to say much, but yeah. Chamomile Yeah, I mean, right now. We're all actors here, by the way. Yeah, we want to do a little, you know, table read of that project. No, but I do feel like right now is a really good time. There's a lot of work that people are exploring and just you know, seeing like people like Julissa Calderon, who is from Pero Like, is, yes. you know, on Hentified now. and Former guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. She's amazing. Two times, two times. Yeah, yep. no, she's amazing. And just, you know, and Tasha Polanco and, 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 and um, all this, all the actresses from Orange is the New Black. And there, I think that there's definitely a wave that is happening now where people are starting to like really push the narrative that is out now of what, what Latinos and Latinx folk are supposed to look like sound like um what our stories are supposed to be like and it's i think it's a really good time where i think we're on the cusp of what i like to call a revolution into who we are as a people i want to shout out another afro latina out of chicago who is doing her motherfucking thing right now is melissa boom yes Dupree. yes who just booked she's cast of power yes so shout out to her doing Mm -hmm. it and she's got her play coming up with urban theater company called brujaha we're going to chicago everybody get ready (laughs) everybody in the room get your parkas we're going to chicago before april 3rd yes i don't care when we go we'll keep warm (laughs) somehow we're latinos literally like april 1st fools it's still cold um just have the deep dish uh, platano ready for us two questions guadalice can we stay in your parents house somewhere uh do you have some extra space yeah there's like three extra extra bedrooms we'll watch novellas with your dad perfect yeah I don't uh, know what's going on now, but he'll be like, venga, siéntase. <laughs> what, quiero un cafecito. Yo le hago un cafecito. Oh, oh my, my dad, pilon. No, it, I think, I don't know what he uses, but my dad makes bomb coffee. He has like the whole like sock thing yes. that he pours the yes. coffee wow. into. Yes. And like he act, he adds wow. like extra ingredients. You know what we would you know, have like, to get? You know like the salt bay? My dad is coffee bay. Your dad you know, is coffee My dad bae? is coffee oh bay. I will God. say that. My he, dad makes bomb you coffee. You don't got a Keurig? You could just get him a Keurig. <laughs> no, mi amor. He is Keurig. He is, yes, thank you. My dad is Keurig. He's curious. In Humble Park, they have the best dessert. I would want to get quesitos. Did yes. you ever get those? Is At any, Nelly's. Where do they have those? Yes. Nelly's. Have and Café Colau. Yes, Café Colau. Colau. So, yeah, this is, when the, this is when yo, the people from the same Chicago. city are like, yo, you ever been to like, yo, Tots? Tots? It's, like it's coffee. <laughs> it's basically like coffee, but they have like, you know. It's yeah, like it's in Humble Park, which is like uh, the Puerto Rican. It's like Humble Park is like the Puerto Rican it's the Puerto Rican community. It's where the Young Lords started, just to mm. give y'all some history. Yeah, that's right. The Young Lords started in Chicago, in Humble Park. Um, and you go in, you see these two huge steel Puerto Rican flags. Can't miss It's them. like the landmark of the community. And to me, like it feels a lot like the Heights. 
Um, Love that. People are really fighting gentrification and really fighting for their community and and preserving their culture. Yeah, so it's, you know, if you guys get to go out there, like Humble Park is... is Have you ever seen Humble Park, like, um, represented in any sort of... What's that movie? Home movie for the Holidays. Yeah, I, it I, used to be called Humble Park, and then they changed the name and to they Home for the Holidays. The name. Yeah, but, but is there are there stories there that you feel like are untapped, specifically in that neighborhood? Or, oh my goodness, or absolutely. Well, that you I would mean, want to write, or is well, it just I did like write a play, not for sale, and that was it, that, that was, was about based, that. It was ba- it's based in in Humble Park, and it's about gentrification. It's oh. about fighting for your community, mm-hmm. um, and it's like in the Heights, but there's swear words. So, oh, curses! Um, <laughs> <Nice. laughs> Shit, I like it already. It's, yeah, I mean, but it's it's it. You know, it's. I feel like anybody who's part of a community that has been oppressed and marginalized um, is able to really understand what the fight is to 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 fight for your community and fight for the the things that the people before you have really laid the groundwork to preserve and and make a home. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the stuff I like to write about and. Really I, have, I have a quick writer's question. So, you, especially in plays, it's a very dialogue-driven. How do, how does the the voices of the characters like come into your brain and then go onto the paper? Are you having conversations out loud? I talk loud? to myself. You all talk the to time. yourself all the time because some people do that. Some people record themselves. <laughs> I talk to myself then, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So the next door, they're like, "Wow, she's really having." A- I think my next how door neighbor. How many people are crazy. there? <laughs> No, I, like she just broke up with herself. Her yeah. Just put an AirPod in your yeah. ear and you're good. They, no, they I mean, know. I'm telling you, I have a very vivid imagination. And sometimes like, <clears throat> sometimes I'm just like, I'll make up scenarios and people are like, girl, no, you're off. Oh, I should probably write about that and not like mm-hmm. act like that's real. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I was pretending I was in my I la was, la land yeah, for a but, moment. But uh, like, no, I've, I've, here's the other thing. Like, I've always been a very like, for the most part, I'm I'm an introverted extrovert. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I watch people, and I've always like observed. Why them. do you look at me when you say that you watch people? Because <laughs> you're next to me. Okay, you're okay. Her. Continue to watch her. me. Then I don't <laughs> but, mind being watched. But like I observe people, and then I just kind of like will just Think go of off a of that story. and riff. Yeah, and riff off of that. So that's great. I don't know. Like yo. I really hope that you guys come see this play because it's it's yeah, yeah. very much yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. Well, we're gonna plug away in the Keloke segment, but yeah. uh, I just want to talk about you know the your career, the fundamentals of your career, because oftentimes our listeners are like, "Wow, I didn't know I could do that with my college degree." I didn't even know that I can, you know, use these powers that I have in writing to actually create a living for myself. So you're an artistic director, playwright, producer. Can you elaborate on what it is to be an artistic director? Because you and I backstage, or I'm I sound like Jamie now. You and I <laughs> Yo, behind the scenes. Jamie always the, is ba- backstage. Well, used to. The ba- <laughs> you don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. Stop. Anyway, um, you and I behind the scenes were saying how like. There just aren't a lot of Latina artistic directors out there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm technically, I'm the co-artistic director of the Latinx Playwright Circle. um, And we basically are uh, an organization that nurtures Latinx playwrights. Um, And yeah, there aren't a lot. There's Stephanie Vara, who's the artistic director of Baltimore Stages. um, And Maria uh, Goyanes, she's the artistic director at um, Woolly Mammoth in D.C. And there isn't a lot, but... I think there's very much, uh, if you start looking around and you see what is needed and you just kind of do it, 
that's kind of how we came about with the Latinx Playwright Circle. It was like, okay, so we need something that nurtures our stories, a place where playwrights um, of our community can come and really nurture their stories. It's like, well, let's create um, a place where folks can come and like hear their stories out loud and make them stronger. Because I, a lot of times it's like in the American theater organizations, it's like, well, we don't know any Latinx playwrights, so we're not going to produce any of their work. And it's like, oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. So that was like the impetus to create this organization. Check out the database. Exactly. <laughs> and there's a lot, there's a lot of work out there. <clears throat> it's just that there's no real like central hub for these organizations and these other theaters to like say like hey what are play playwrights and plays that we should be looking out for so that's what we do with the latinx playwright circle and we have a whole website and a logo and everything like we're official you have a logo <laughs> if you have a logo, logo. You're like that's official. cause yeah. for celebration yeah we have a logo and everything it was created by our executive director daniel marrero um who's this dope um uh puerto rican artist um oh. and and he's just amazing and yeah if you go on latinxplaywrights.com you'll see our our organization and the playwrights that we support well, you guys, we have to wrap the interview, but I think we should give a standing ovation to Guadalupe del Carmen. We're all standing. We're all standing. We? I took off my headphones. I'm standing. Flowers. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's go to a little commercial break, huh? Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. Fuchila Fresheners Que Lo Que segment. Have you gone to FuchilaFresheners.com yet? I know I ask this of you every week, but I don't know if you're going. I hope you are. And use code LOL20 for 20% off of your purchase. They got t-shirts, they got stickers, they got fun stuff, and they're always unveiling like the trendiest things via air fresheners. Mm -hmm. I saw some of them in um, um, Hentified. I saw the... I saw they had them in the, one of the cars. They oh, had a sticker on the right. phone and back of the Oh, they had it in in, in Salma. The, the Walter oh. Salma, the guy's uh, truck. Yeah, in the rear view mirror. And then yeah. they, one of the uh, one of the girls had a Walter Mercado thing on their phone, a sticker. That is just yeah. organic so and amazing. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Fuchila Freshness. So go to F U C H I L A Fresheners dot com Fuchi. and use code LOL twenty. <laughs> this is going to be Fuchi. just that one episode where you just spell it all out by mistake. F U C You never know Kia. what you're gonna get here. But Guadalupe del Carmen, please tell us. Que lo que? 
So, Bees and Honey, uh, it's being produced by Labyrinth Theater Company um, in production with Soul Project. You can go to labtheater.org for tickets. Um, we start previews March 27th. Opening is April 6th. Uh, and we run until April 25th of 2020. Thank you so much, everybody listening. Please continue to subscribe, rate, review, and holler at us. On that note, we out! The Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Oh! Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? ¡Tremenda vaina! Hola, amigos, y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. ¡Tremenda Vaina! There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Estas son las historias del último episodio. Te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? También te traemos la historia de un lugar en el mundo donde los perros son azules. Hay un niño de 7 años de edad que sospecha ser culpable de una de las cosas más terribles que le ha pasado pasado a la humanidad. Una familia en la zona rural de Colombia investiga la desaparición de animales de su granja. Cuando averiguan la respuesta, casi pierden sus vidas. Acuérdate que de estas cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Suscríbete hoy en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. Tremenda Vaina Podcast.